Clinical Issues by Renee Wright Bare Arms for Unscrubbed Personnel Question. Some of our perioperative team members do not want to wear long-sleeved jackets while they're in the OR. Is it still recommended that unscrubbed personnel cover their arms in the restricted area of the OR? Answer. According to the AORN Guideline for Surgical Attire, unscrubbed personnel are not required to wear long-sleeved cover jackets in the restricted area of the OR during surgery. The guideline does recommend that perioperative personnel who are performing preoperative patient skin antisepsis cover their arms because there is some evidence that covering the arms can reduce the risk of contaminating the prepped area. Although AORN previously recommended that unscrubbed personnel wear long-sleeved jackets in the OR or procedure area. The recommendation changed in 2019, after the literature search for the revised guideline produced no evidence that evaluated the benefits and harms of covering the arms in the OR, with the exception of during preoperative patient skin antisepsis. The literature search on this topic for this column yielded the same results. The literature search for the current revised guideline and the literature search for this column, produced two organizational experience articles comparing surgical site infections, SSIs, before and after implementation of cover jackets for OR personnel. The authors of the first article hypothesized that implementation of a policy requiring all perioperative personnel to wear long-sleeved jackets that were snapped closed would have no effect on SSIs. The project team retrospectively reviewed institutional data on SSIs, reported to the National Healthcare Safety Network by three surgical departments within an academic medical system, one year before and one year after the implementation of the cover jacket policy. Analysis of data collected from 13,302 procedures reported before policy implementation and 12,998 procedures reported after policy implementation showed no statistically significant differences in SSI rates between the two groups. The project team also reported an increase of $1,000 per month in laundry costs after the cover jacket policy went into effect. However, it was unclear whether the policy required a freshly laundered jacket at the start of each day or shift, or how frequently personnel returned their jackets for laundering, which could have influenced how jackets contributed to SSIs. Based on their findings, the authors recommended discontinuation of the cover jacket policy because the costs associated with implementation did not lead to a reduction in SSIs for patients. The authors of the second article also hypothesized that implementation of a new surgical attire policy that included single-use long-sleeved jackets would result in higher costs to the institution and no reduction in SSIs. The project team collected data reported to the National Healthcare Safety Network from two campuses of a large academic medical center. They used a propensity score-matched cohort of 12,585 patients before implementation and 12,585 patients after implementation in an effort to reduce bias by accounting for non-random participant selection and controlling for differences in patient characteristics. The authors evaluated three outcomes, the incidence of SSIs within 30 days of surgery, 
the incidence of wounds testing positive for skin contaminants, and the costs associated with purchasing and disposing of single-use jackets. The authors reported no statistically significant changes in the incidence of SSIs, or the proportion of skin contaminants contributing to SSIs after implementation. They also performed a cost analysis and estimated the annual cost of purchasing and disposing of the jackets to be $1,128,078 for the entire organization. Although the Medical Center's surgical attire policy included the use of disposable jackets, the authors did not state how frequently personnel donned new jackets. The authors concluded that the new surgical attire policy of using disposable jackets created a considerable expense for the organization while producing no appreciable benefit to patients, that is, no reduction in SSIs. Importantly, neither of these two implementation projects included tracking of perioperative personnel's adherence to the jacket policies, that is, compliance with the policy, or described the frequency of jacket changes or when jackets should be discarded and new ones donned. These are important factors to consider when thinking about how wearing long-sleeved jackets may influence the incidence of SSIs. More rigorous research is needed to determine whether the practice of covering the arms of unscrubbed personnel during surgery affects SSI rates and other patient outcomes.